Hello there, and welcome to Just Chatting. My name is Mockgarden, and I'm your host, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, there's not too much going on in the news, so I'm just going to skip this part, but if you guys ever have any news stories you want discussed, or any questions answered, or even any guest recommendations, please feel free to email me at justchattingpodcast at gmail.com, and I am more than happy to discuss anything that you guys want talked about on here. I do want to say happy Thanksgiving, though, to any Canadians that are listening. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend with your family, get some good turkey, and if that's not what you do, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving regardless. Also, this is the real Thanksgiving, so don't even tell me it's fake Thanksgiving, all right? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Also, what is up with sweet potato casserole, guys? Why are you putting marshmallows on sweet potatoes? I, I don't understand. I just don't get it. Anyway, introducing our guest, I am so honored that Katie has agreed to be on this podcast. Katie Peters makes a lot of time for her amazing community. I love them. Every time I'm in there, they're very kind. They're very welcoming. And she's a very busy lady, so I appreciate her making the time to come on the podcast. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this interview with Katie Peters Plays. I am sitting here with Katie Peters Plays. Hello there. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Good. I got all the S's in there, right? Yes. There's a I, lot of S's. Okay. It's long okay. and unnecessary, but you did good. <laughs> yeah. I just, I actually went to see if you were done streaming before we started and I typed in Katie Peter Plays and it was like, unless you have a time machine, this isn't available. And I was like, oh, did she get banned? Oh no. That's my fears. I'm going to wake up someday and there's going to be some sort of like, you did one thing at one point. You played a right? song when you shouldn't have and my account's going to be gone. I know. It's so scary. <laughs> so why don't you start off talking about your stream, introduce yourself a little bit and uh, what you play, all that good stuff. Well, my name's Katie Peters Plays. I stream on Twitch at Katie Peters Plays. I'm going to see how many times <laughs> I can insert my name into this. <laughs> uh, I play a lot of sci-fi and, and horror games. It's kind of what my community rallies behind and enjoys watching. So we play a lot of space games and a lot of scary games. And I do a lot of tabletop role playing, which is like D&D. Yeah. So yeah, I do a lot of weird and interesting things on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) As most Twitch streamers, I feel they're just like, what do you do? Uh, I do weird stuff. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you stream, I saw on your profile three days a week. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a consistent all the time kind of thing? Yeah, I try to stream uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. I work full time, so I do my oh, wow. okay. I do my best to weasel in as much streaming as I can. But I found if I did more than three days, it was too much. On top of yeah. all the projects that I do on top of streaming and my real job, so I just try to stay consistent with those three days. Right. Oh, that's fair. I thought streaming was your full time thing. Mm-mm crazy so what do you can you talk about what you do full-time or yeah is that a i'm a medical coder for a hospital so Whoa. i read doctor's notes and then i apply diagnosis codes and charge codes like cpt codes and things and um i do that full-time so i do that 40 hours a week Whoa. and then twitch and all tabletop and that fun stuff is just in my spare time wow that's so cool 
I so you like is that like a summary for the doctors or what? It's a lot of different things. I code specifically psychiatric patients, infusions. Oh, cool. Uh I do rehabilitation. So I do a bunch of different like little things alongside. So I read say an inpatient, which is a person who is admitted for psychiatric issues. <laughs> right. There's like history and physical, then there's all the progress notes, and then the discharge summary. And so I read like the whole time that they're at the hospital and then I apply the codes based off of what the doctors have written. So I see a lot of I see a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Some of it must be like scary, I would imagine. Yeah. Not a lot gets me, but there's a couple there's a couple times I've done some charts where I'm like, ooh, that's rough. So I I think in some ways I'm a little desensitized to it, which I think is why scary games don't get me as much. Oh, that's so funny. That totally makes sense. May have a strong constitution, but there's occasional accounts that I'll get that I'm like, oh, that's a little rougher than the others. Yeah. Wow. I assume you can't like talk about it, right? No, there's HIPAA law because I there's it's tough because I can talk about it with my coworkers. But sometimes okay. there's some, can I curse on your stream or, or is this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like there's some crazy shit that I see and I want to like, I want to not be alone yeah. with that <laughs> kind of thing, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. I can't talk about it. So I, I'll talk with my coworkers and stuff, but yeah, HIPAA okay. law. I know. Unfortunately, I, I can't share anything from it. That's okay. That's okay. I, I would really struggle with that. Even like, like any sort of gossip. I'm like, oh, I know I'm not supposed to tell people, but like. I want to mm-hmm. so bad. <laughs> I know. There's I'm horrible with secrets. I think Don't that, tell me your secrets. Okay. I <laughs> I feel like I have tr- I have guilt like with that kind of stuff like there's a show um New Girl and one of oh, the yeah. characters on it can't keep secrets so he just like blurts them out and that's kind of like for me I feel like I don't like secrets cuz I don't I feel like I'm holding something in that I shouldn't. Yeah. That's totally fair. I won't tell people secrets, though. I just kind of go, oh, my God, why did you tell me that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it's something that, like, really people don't know or, like, can't know, then I definitely won't. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all the Twitch gossip. I'm always oh. like, oh, my God, did you know this happened with this streamer? <laughs> I need to tell people. I feel like I miss out on a lot of the Twitch gossip until I go on Twitter and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> right? Oh my god, Twitter is like, it can be so good for that, but also screw Twitter mm-hmm. so much. Like, <laughs> I I go on Twitter and I know it's like kind of a necessary evil in some ways. Mm-hmm. I love talking to people on Twitter, but some days I'm like, I leave Twitter feeling worse than I went in. Yes, that happens to me more often than not. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I don't know. Sometimes before bed, if I can't sleep, I'll be like, oh, I'm just gonna go browse Twitter for a bit. And then I see something that I'm like, Oh, great. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep because now, like, thinking about all these things that are happening in the world and, oh. I know. (laughs) I do that, too. Sometimes it's like a lack of judgment going like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on Twitter. It'll make me feel better. (laughs) And it never does. (laughs) I know. I always say, like, if I didn't stream, I would not have Twitter. There is no way. I don't think I would either. I Mm -hmm. think that it's one of the few ways that I can actually communicate with my community because I don't I like Discord. I just don't have a lot of time to be in Discord. Same. And so Twitter, I'm like, oh, I can pop off a quick comment to people who talk to me or whatever my weird thoughts might suggest (laughs) on Twitter. (laughs) But I feel like I if I wasn't streaming, I probably would not have Twitter. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I did see you do on your YouTube from like a year ago, some like makeup stuff, 
pretty cool. Yeah, I did. I haven't done makeup stuff for a while, but I did some like around Halloween every year. I try to do special effects makeup because I think that's ooh, it's like a hobby more than anything. I'm not great at it, but it's a fun little creative adventure that I can do for the community. And yeah. plus, and I'm like, look, I did this. It doesn't look great, but we did it for Halloween. Yeah, and it's fun. But I did did some like regular makeup stuff for Twitch at one point, too. But I don't consider myself very good at it. But I've been always people have been very kind to me about it. Yeah, that's good. I think it's like art. Like, even if it doesn't look fantastic, you're like, hey, you tried. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. You get an A plus for effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I saw... I always like look up people's like Instagram and Twitters and stuff before we record. And I saw one of your pictures that was like, like, I guess like a zombie that was like kind of white and then had like black kind of like veins Mm -hmm. all around it. That one looked really cool. I did a demon. Technically, I think it's like a demon with infected veins is how I think of it in my head. And I that's cool. I sometimes I'll find like videos or pictures of that people have posted for like inspiration. I was like, that looks really fun to do. And the veining was it takes a little time, but it's really neat to see it actually kind of come out. okay when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you use? Just like eyeliner? Just like a felt tip eyeliner. Ah. Like just a cheap one from the drugstore because. I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to oh use like a Kat God. Von D eyeliner or something yeah, for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I just. That would be horrible. And it works really well because it does kind of look like veins. Huh. That's really cool. I've always loved that kind of stuff. I did some like zombie stuff way back when I started streaming mm-hmm. and I thought it was so fun. I mean, also not great, but it was cool. I just kind of slabbered like purple all over my eye and then added a bunch of like black onto it and it made me look dead it was cool (laughs) do you have any pictures of it anywhere um it's on my instagram from like way back i'm gonna scroll so if i like any pictures from okay (laughs) seven years ago or a couple years ago it's just me creeping on your instagram (laughs) that's funny i've had people go through my instagram i wake up to like 60 notifications or like 100 and i'm like what is going on Mm -hmm. and i look and there's just one person that went through and liked every single one of my pictures i'm like that's some commitment i don't (laughs) does it make you feel like weird or like oh that was cool someone took the time to do that Uh, a bit of both yeah (laughs) i guess i don't know has it happened to you I've had, yeah, I've woken up sometimes and or well, during the day, I'm like, why am I getting so many Instagram notifications? It's <laughs> one person who's just, they follow me and then they just spam like a bunch of my stuff. Yeah. I don't know, like, are they doing it to get your attention and hope you follow them back? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, because I never do and I feel bad, but. <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't either. I'm just like, thank you for the likes. Yeah. 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 I find the whole follow for follow thing so awkward because I'm like. I follow people that I know. Mm -hmm. I don't like I want you to get followers, but I don't know you. Yeah. I haven't gotten many follow for follow requests, so I don't know if that's kind of tailed off a little bit. But I used to get a lot of requests like follow for follow. And I'm like, no, I don't do it like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Someone came into my stream like two days ago and said, wow, you have 57,000 followers and only follow like I think I follow 400 people or 600 or something. And I was like, yes, is that is that a problem? And I think he was upset that I wasn't like following back all of my like followers and stuff. And I was like, if you're a streamer and you do that, like, God, can you imagine? I, I feel like at the end of stream, I like to find someone to raid. I, I don't know how I could like sift through 
if I had so many yeah. followers or if I was following that many people. I know. It would be insane. Yeah. I like I get overwhelmed with the amount that I follow mm-hmm. sometimes and I need to like go through and do a little cleanse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always worried. I was talking on stream earlier about how people feel about unfollowing and I've, mm. I feel like is it better to mute or unfollow in regard to like Twitter and in my experience, people do get upset when you unfollow them. Yeah, <laughs> and they so, do. <laughs> and so in my head, I'm like, I get it. Like if someone unfollows me, I, it's probably because they don't like my content anymore. We don't interact or, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it doesn't sting a little bit. Yeah, it does. I do get it, though. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. But I, I feel like people are pretty sensitive about unfollowing. Mm-hmm. They are. I um I went out for drinks with some friends and there was a friend of a friend there who is doing his master's in some sort of social study, social media, something or other. And he was saying that our brains, because social media is such a recent thing, they haven't developed to understand that a follower does not equal a friend. Mm -hmm. So our brains think that when we get a follower, it's like, oh, yeah, we've made this new friend. And when somebody unfollows you, your brain thinks that you're just like losing a friend and like things have been cut ties with like one of your good friends it makes sense because even if it's someone i don't interact with that much or honestly never interacted with and they like we followed each other for some reason and then they decided they didn't want to follow me anymore it's still like an emotional reaction to it like oh what about me did they not yeah. like enough to just kind of exactly unfollow? what did I do wrong? Why don't you love me? Because <laughs> I try really hard to not spam Twitter or like just post stuff mm-hmm. all the time because that drives me a little bit crazy when it's in my feed. But yeah, I still go even if I don't do that. You're not going to please everybody. And it's, it's just yeah. it's a sucky reality. I know. But I think that's really like hearing about that was so interesting for like kids these days that have instagram and stuff like imagine growing up with that and just always having this like i'm losing friends all the time kind of reaction it must be horrible i mean i grew up when the internet i don't know if this dates me it does a little bit but the internet had just like kind (laughs) of come out and yeah cell phones weren't as prevalent but they were like flip phones and that kind of thing when Mm -hmm. i was a teenager and so now I didn't have Instagram or Twitter, or Facebook or any of that until I was in like when I was 18. Yeah, same. And so for me, just the fact that kids, this is all that they have known. I don't know how it's going to change the I, I, I have a hard enough time being on social media and I'm an adult who hasn't been around it my whole life. Like as a kid, informative years or even just I feel like as a kid, you already feel excluded from groups on social media. I feel like it's tenfold. Oh, my God. Yeah. I really can't imagine being like eight and being like, mom, I need a phone because I need an Instagram and a Twitter. And then like your one friend has 200 followers and you have five, like must feel so crappy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think the comparison factor is much easier to do, especially with social media now. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, it's it's hard. I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, I have X amount of followers and this person has that amount of followers and why don't I have that? And they started streaming in this year and I deserve that because I started streaming in that year. I think that's the thing that, I mean, I do that too. It's always that, oh, well, what am I not doing that this person has that's so special? It, it's mm-hmm. just, no matter what, I feel like you'll never feel 
like you're as good as as always somebody else at least for me that's how yeah. it is i'm always like no matter what even if i get to a certain level of something i'm like oh it's still not enough i know 110 percent, and it's exhausting <laughs> it is exhausting i remember getting i think it was ten thousand followers on twitch and then at fifty thousand as well i was like okay once i reach these goals i'm never gonna care about my follower count again it doesn't matter i've reached my main goals and then once i get it i'm like okay but like Fifty-one thousand, though. There's always that thing where it's like, oh, uh, yeah. It it is just like I I look at other people's likes on Twitter, and I'm like, well, my post was similar. Why did it not get as many? Yeah, I know. It's just that's why I think social media is such a necessary evil sometimes. Because I'm like, if I didn't have Twitter, I wouldn't be thinking this and feeling awful about myself. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I actually, there are some smaller streamers that don't have Twitter and I'm like, you know what? You go. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's hard to tell people when you're live, but if they want to watch you, they'll be there. So yeah, that's cool. It's just how our society is today. And I always talk about this with some friends, just about social media in general and how it's ruining. Like, I feel like I'm on my porch yelling about the kids, just kind of going, social media is going to ruin the kids these days. But I, I can see that it's not good for mental health to be on it so much. And No, it's really not. And back about you be- not being able to go in Discord a lot, like, I know my community really wishes I was in Discord a lot more, but, like, at the end of the day, I need some me time and I don't want to be talking to those people anymore. Like, I love them, mm-hmm. but, you know, I need I need a break yeah, we've been hanging out for seven hours already. Like, <laughs> yeah, I for me, it's kind of like I have my job and then I'll stream and then I do social media somewhere in there for the day. And then mm-hmm. by that time, it's like nine and I'm like, I can't hang out. And like I yeah, like on right? the weekend sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to try to disconnect a little bit. Still hard for me to do that. But I try mm-hmm. really hard on Saturdays to at least pull back a little bit to not check my phone as much to not. That's good. Yeah. Because I know I'd like to be more active in things, but sometimes I just, my brain needs some time to right? reconcile life. <laughs> I know. I feel like streaming, like your brain goes a million miles a minute and you just need to like slow it down after or it just doesn't stop. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes I leave streaming and I have like an adrenaline rush that slowly yes! dissipates. <laughs> oh my God, same. I think like every single day. Yeah. I don't think there's a day that I don't feel that. So I finish stream and I'm like, I feel great. I'm so energized. But like an hour later, I'm on a walk with my husband. I'm like, I'm really tired. And it's just like watching the batteries slowly yeah. die in me. I know. That's so funny, eh? You're the first person that I've heard mention that. But yeah. it's so true. Yeah. You kind of crash hard. For, at least for me, I crash pretty hard after. The- oh, yeah. So yeah. it's like I could run a marathon and then I just want to lay down forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Do you have any tips for, since you work full-time, streaming and work and life balance, finding ways for that? I wish I did. I feel like it's a, <laughs> it's a constant struggle. Like, some weeks are better than other weeks. Like, this week has sucked just because there's, I do a lot of projects and it's my own fault for saying yes to, like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. do, like, all these exciting things. And then I forget that my real job is constricting <laughs> And <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I and that but next week could be a lot easier. So it just kind of varies from week to week. I try to make time to exercise because mm. I sit so much with streaming and with work that I feel like I got to move my body. Yes. Yeah. And just making time for my husband, just 
cooking a meal together or going on our evening walk or something is important. But mm-hmm. some weeks it is just I'm flailing around. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I wish that I could say that I had a perfect work twitch balance, but it's just it's it's hard and I do my best. And so sometimes it's just you get mm-hmm. through it and then yeah. you have lighter seasons than others. True. Yeah. So is your work eight hours a day? It depends. Some It's eight to 12. And then on Fridays, wow. um, because like the extension during the week, I can work a little less on Fridays so I can stream Friday. Oh, like around 11 my time on. Right. So it's kind of like four longer days and then one kind of half day on Fridays. Right. OK, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so you do a lot of tabletop stuff and all that or D&D or whatever. Mm hmm. Is that during your stream times or do you do that in addition to your stream times? I do it in addition to wow. my stream times. And that just recently, not recently, it's been a year. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Time flies. I know. I got asked last year to do my first ever tabletop, which I was like, what? Is, okay. I was one of those people that was like, D&D, <laughs> who are <laughs> yeah. these nerds? And now I'm one of them. <laughs> But I didn't realize there's like a whole world beyond just like D&D. So I did Mm -hmm. a Judge Dredd tabletop and I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, why are you having me on this show? I have no idea what you are. Okay. But I literally fell in love with it. You get to play pretend for three hours. Your emotions and what your character does is based off of dice rolls. And it's cool to play with other people who are really into it, too, and get super into it. So I've done quite a bit. I've done, I've actually been a game master myself, which is the person who runs it for the first time ever this last year. They, um, the channel I did it on, they raised money for St. Jude, and I was Mm. the $5,000 goal. So they unlocked it. And I was like, I guess I'm doing this now. So I did a space horror tabletop. Thing. And it was really horrifying, and but it was a lot of fun. And if anybody ever wants to watch it, it's called The Last Transmission. And Okay. Is it on YouTube or is that like the Twitch channel? It's on YouTube. The Twitch channel is called Table Story. Okay. So yeah, currently I'm on a, a horror show. I always People always tell me when I say what? horror, it sounds like I say whore. So I'm sorry. Oh my God, same. I, I can't pronounce the double R's. Yeah. <laughs> my scare, I'm on a scary one on Wednesday okay. <laughs> called Nocturne. I'm glad it's not just me. <laughs> no, I get that every time they're like, oh, it's a horror game. And I'm like, no, it's a horror game. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Hmm. Yeah, I love the name. I, I've always struggled with my R's, and I love the name Rory. Mm-hmm. And I always say if I ever have a son, his name will be Rory. But then I'm like, but I can't say it properly. I just go, Rory. So like. <laughs> I hear it, R- Rory. Rory. I feel like, I think people hear what they want to hear sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They want to hear you saying horror. So mm-hmm. you hear horror. <laughs> that's cool. So where where is that on? Um, It's on a channel called Table Story on oh, right, sorry. Twitch and then um so yeah on Wednesdays I'm doing the scary one right now and then on Sundays starting this Sunday the 8th <laughs> the 8th of <laughs> September um I'm gonna actually be in my first ever D&D campaign so Ooh. I know is that every Sunday yeah it's gonna be every Sunday okay cool and you're like the DM or whatever for mm-hmm. it no I'm just a, one of the characters on it this time I okay. I feel like doing a whole campaign is a so the one that I did where I was like the DM for it was just a one shot, which was just one episode containing everything. Oh, okay. And so the campaigns are like the long running ones are 
a lot of work and I don't know that I have time for that right uh, now. That's totally fair. Yeah. yeah. This is nice. You get to just like sit back and enjoy the fruits of someone else's labor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get to add hopefully something to it with a character, but like it's a lot easier for me to just show up and be like, I'm going to play a character than to plan out like the adventure that everybody's going to be on. Yeah, that's so cool. So how did you get into D&D? Just through doing? No, I, so I have a friend named Pumpkinberry. Who I, oh, think I love PB. He, yeah, so PB messaged me one day. She's like, do you want to be on a tabletop show? And I was like, sure. So she recommended me for it. And that's kind of how I got started in uh, doing it. So she, apparently, I've huh. never done it in my entire life. And she apparently was like, yeah, Katie will be good at this. So she took she a knew. chance. Yeah, she she inherently knew. So apparently people think I'm okay at it. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a fun it's a fun thing I didn't realize I needed in my life. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's cool like as an adult when do you just like pretend and like have fun like that? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's one thing to play games, but like to use your imagination and stuff, you know, we'd kind of lose that. It's true, and it's kind of like a video game of your mind. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> right, crazy. Yeah. But it's it's a way to like play a game without the constraints of like a controller and the world that someone else kind of makes for you because it, it's something that I didn't think I would ever like and right. I got to try it like I guess you could say I'm later in life I'm in my 30s now so it's you know not something that I feel like my age group probably generally starts getting into but I could be wrong about that I don't know I have um my brother started playing. He's 30, 31. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> and uh, my cousins who both are like have kids and families and stuff, they, I think like once a week, they go out and they'll hang out and play D&D. And they're like 38 or something. That's so. awesome. I, maybe I'm just, I was in a little world by myself. I didn't even know this whole world of D&D existed. I had known of it. Yeah. But I didn't know what it, I never understood it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And No, it's so cool. There's a lot to get down. Like when I first started, the rules and everything threw me for a loop. But the more I've done it, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm understanding the nuances and things. It makes a lot more sense. I think it's good for my brain too, as I'm getting older. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I really think it is good for brains, just like doing something different than what it's like normally used for, mm-hmm. you know? Because I don't yeah. like crossword puzzles. This is like my oh my god crossword Screw puzzle. crossword puzzles. <laughs> yeah, I like Sudoku. I can't do Sudoku because I don't understand it. <laughs> but I've never, oh, no. I've never taken the time to really understand how it works. Okay. But when we're on airplanes, my husband does. I get really nervous flying. Like it's bad. Same. So my husband will pull out like the sky, not the sky mall, but like the sky magazine. And there's always a crossword in the back. So he will intentionally do it wrong to keep me distracted. (laughs) So he'll like write. So he does things to try to make me laugh and keep me my mind off of it. But he intentionally fills it out incorrectly just to. (laughs) Which I feel bad for anybody who gets on the plane after us. And they're like, what is this? (laughs) Who is this person? (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet, though. Yeah, he awesome. he helps me. I know yeah. you have to fly to get places. I just don't do well on planes. Yes, I I'm the same way. Not a not a big fan. 
I love traveling, but not a fan of getting there, unfortunately. No, it feels unnatural to me to be in a metal object hurtling through the sky. So Yeah, it's weird. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) How long have you and your husband been married for? Oh, man. Well, we've been together for 12 years. Wow. And we've been married for, oh, gosh, I think eight. I'm going to do the math wrong. I think it's been (laughs) it's been eight years. Yes, eight years this year. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, we met in college. So cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. He takes care of me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's really, really good. Do you find, I as I was creeping your profile, I saw the, are you single, frequently asked question, and you just wrote, like, this is Twitch, not Tinder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you find it affects, like, your viewership at all? Like, if people ask you and you're like, I'm married, like... Do people leave? I do. Well, yeah. In the, I don't think I get the questionnaire as much as I used to, maybe because they're not interested anymore. Um, but <laughs> it's something that I I used to fiercely protect my private life a little bit more, mm-hmm. like when I first started Twitch. And I think yeah. when I did that, people would ask more, like if I was single. And now I'm very much like, this is Mark. He's one of my emotes. Like, oh, okay. During charity streams, he'll come and help me do things and be incentives for things, and so. And when I got when I get sick, he'll come and fill in for me. So he, the community knows who he is. And ever since I've done yeah. that, it's gotten a lot less like the expectation then is, hey, I'm married. You can't date me. Mm-hmm. Not that I would want to date you anyway. But yeah, it used to be when I was more protective of my private life and feeling like I shouldn't share as much. It was almost bad because people just assumed I was single instead of just, yeah. you know, making sure like, hey, is this an OK boundary to cross? So right which it never is. <laughs> yeah, it, don't ask people if they're single when they're streaming. It's it's not how it works. It's but weird. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I don't know. For me, I found the more open I was about things. In a way, I was like, well, I shouldn't have to do this. And I've had a discussion with people in the past where I almost feel like sometimes I need to introduce myself with like, hi, my name's Katie. I'm married. Yes. And I don't like that because I know I feel like there's been people who even now will assume like we're just talking as like friends or like, let's do a game or something. And then like they somehow gain just because I don't explicitly say, hey, I'm a married person or I don't type them like my husband, Mark, is making dinner in the kitchen right now. Like I don't it seems frustrating to me that I would need to do that because people just automatically assume I'm available. Yeah. Which I'm not. No, I completely agree. (laughs) Also, it's It's just weird that on Twitch, like, I don't know. Do you think guys get asked a lot if they're single? I don't think they do. I don't think they do either. I'm sure it happens. And, um, Mm -hmm. but I don't think in the same level that. Yeah. Not in the same way. Yeah. Which like, it's so upsetting because me being single or me being in a relationship doesn't affect how much joy you take from my stream. Like, I'm still Mm -hmm. derpy. I'm still just being a weirdo. Like. Whether I have a boyfriend doesn't change that, you know? One of the things I've thought about is that, because I had to reconcile, like, a viewer's a viewer, but at the same time, if their intentions aren't to just enjoy the content and be a part of my community, and they're more concerned about how can I get this person to romantically be involved with me, I kind of go, it's not really a big loss. Yeah. If they're not around anymore. And I've gotten really, like, in the past, I would let so much slide in my chat, and now... I recommend it to anybody, even if you're smaller streamer, bigger streamer, just just ban stuff that you're not okay with and just get it out of your chat. And I think my chat's been and my community's been healthier because of it. Protect yourself. That's so nice when you can see like 
an actual change mm-hmm. <laughs> or difference. Yeah. I actually had um, on my notes here for things to talk about was tips on making such a nice community because you have a really nice, very welcoming, like very friendly community. I guess first things first is just ban toxic people. But (laughs) yeah, banning toxic people. I feel like for me, I just I'm interested in my community members days and like I like knowing what's going on in their lives because the reason I started Twitch was because I was lonely after I moved to a new place. Oh, so we moved to a new city. Um, my husband was working a lot. So I was like, well, I have video games and I just found Twitch. So I decided to stream and cool. It was cool to meet people who had liked the same things I did. And I'm very interested in learning about why they're there and what games they enjoy. And I like knowing what's going on in my community members lives. Like I want to mm-hmm. know, like right now, one of my friend friends oh i see i call them friends because they are my friends but like i know i do the same thing <laughs> uh, one of one of them has hurt their ankles so when they come in i want to ask like how's your ankle doing or if someone's got a job interview coming up i want to know how it went and mm-hmm. i try really hard to remember those things i'm not perfect my brain sometimes fails me but i try really hard to remember everything yeah because it's they're there for me i mean they're there to know about my life and stuff which is another reason why like i feel like being open is good too and I tried mm-hmm. to be authentic as much as I wish I wasn't as I feel like I'm dopey sometimes and kind of <laughs> silly and not, you know, like cool, calm and collected and super awesome. I feel like they accept me for who I am. And I think that that mm-hmm. they I don't know, I, I try really hard to just make a safe place. And I I think the ones who have been there for a long time have attracted more of that. And yes. I think that 100%. People who are trolls come in and see, like, we don't really put up with that. So. Yeah. Just get out. <laughs> just go somewhere else. We'll give you a chance. But if you go too far, then. Yeah. You you, you get booted. So. Get them out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think because um, a lot of the time people come in and they just go, wow, you have a really awesome community. And how, like, do you have any suggestions for newer streamers? And I'm like, I, I don't know. It just kind of happened. Like, mm-hmm. I think. Being, I would call myself a generally nice person. I think being like (laughs) presenting yourself, I guess, as a nice person as well on stream is very important because you're bringing in other nice people and then those nice people also bring in nice people. And it's like a a snowball effect, I I, think. Yeah, I think I would say you're a nice person also. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. I feel like people have told me and I always feel like, oh, this is like a humble brag and I don't mean for it to be, but you kind of draw in what you put out in a way. Mm-hmm. So because I, I agree, I've been to toxic streams and I've seen those chats and yeah, I am like when what is allowed will just kind of like you said, snowball. So if someone's mm-hmm. super toxic, that's what's going to snowball or if somebody's like, hey, like we don't do that here. That's what's going to snowball. So I, I like to think that I mean, I'm really proud of the community that I have and I'm really grateful for it because I could I don't have the I couldn't handle a toxic community. I would be so sad. I know. So same. Also, I feel like you would never want to stream. No, I like, wouldn't. You're like I already, I could, yeah. Mentally, I'd be like, "This sucks. I don't like this. I don't want to." I, yeah. I still have it. There's sometimes there'll, there'll be days, or you play a new game, and a new group of people will come in, and that's sometimes great, and sometimes not so great. Mm-hmm. And when it's not so great, it does affect my mental state. There's more days I'm. I'm more able to handle the trolls and stuff than days that maybe I'm tired or I've had a long week and I'm just like, 
don't uh, tell me how to uh and so i try yeah. really hard to never let it at least show on stream but i know like there's days where it does affect me because i don't want them mm-hmm. to know like what gets my goat yeah that's a really good <laughs> thing actually mm-hmm. to say um yeah i feel like trolls know generally what upsets people mm-hmm. and like they know like oh if i call a woman fat then like or ugly like mm-hmm. i know it's gonna upset her so they go for that and it's like oh like it hurts yeah whenever they say it but you just gotta not show that they're yeah that they're, they're doing affecting it. you yeah yeah because there's you ever stream sorry go ahead i was just gonna say don't call a lady old <laughs> just don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god i actually have i always say that i feel like i'm old because i'm 28 now mm-hmm. and so we have like an asl command in my chat as like a joke <laughs> And so now it just says old slash F slash Canada. <laughs> I feel old like, too, but I always feel bad. I was at dinner the other night with a friend and I was like, oh man, I'm getting so old and he's older than me. And I felt so bad because I was like, I don't mean that you're super old. I'm just saying that I feel, and then I'm like this, I should, I, and I just kind of stumble all over myself. Dig in the hole. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> deeper and deeper. I always do that too. <laughs> That's like, um. My first PAX East that I was at talking to people. Do you know Bunhead what? I do not. Okay. Um, She's like one of my best rich friends. But we were talking about how we were small streamers there. And there are all these like partners going up to all the game booths and stuff being like, oh, I have these tens of thousands of followers, whatever. And then she was saying that she was going around being like, oh, yeah, you know, we're a bit of a small stream, but like we're very community based sort of stuff. And then she was like, but I was talking to people who had like 200 followers and I was saying that like, oh yeah, we're a really small stream. And I was like, it probably like, probably upsets them Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's all relative. Like, you know, you have 3000 followers and you're like, yeah, we're a small stream. And they're like, oh, well, what am I then? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like it's, I've noticed with communities, some people can have like hundreds of thousands of followers and some people can have hundreds of followers and the influence is better in the communities with hundreds of followers. And so I yes. feel like companies sometimes maybe need to look at the broader picture than just like statistics numbers. and numbers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, because when you're smaller, I feel like you're more close to your community mm-hmm. and they trust you and you're more of like an actual friend. Yeah. Instead of someone who just plays games and doesn't talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's always been weird to me because I talk to my community a lot. So when I go to a mm. stream where I'm like, obviously, sometimes it's moving so fast that person can't even yeah. try to talk to it. But I've never understood that parallel because I'm just always I sometimes prioritize chat over me playing the game well. Mm-hmm. Same. I, yeah, because I'm like, I'm here to hang out with you all. It's I don't I mean, if I suck at this and you're going to tell me I suck at it, then I guess it's <laughs> fine. But I, I, I'm here because of the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can play yeah. games by myself, but the whole reason I do it is because I want to have that experience with people. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever, speaking of weird communities, have you ever streamed Minecraft before? I've never played Minecraft. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting community on Twitch, mm-hmm. to say the least. Like, <laughs> it's, um, my first experience streaming Minecraft was literally People just coming in constantly being like, play on my server, play on my server, play on my server. And I got view botted. And for the first time ever, I think, and only time ever that I'm aware of. And the chat was so not even toxic, just like 
annoying that mm-hmm. I had zero interest in reading it that day. I get that. Like I played yeah. Geometry Dash. I don't know if you've played what that. What is that? No. It's like you play songs and you have to bounce like a ge- like a geometrical shape onto platforms so you don't explode and die. Otherwise, you have to start the song over again. So I was like, this will be a fun, easy game to play on Twitch. And that chat was so toxic that day. <laughs> and I was like, I'm playing a game where I'm jumping around as a square and you're going to be salty <laughs> with me. And they kept putting in like, this person's better than you and like all this other stuff. I was like, I just started playing this today. And oh my God, I've never played it again. Um, <laughs> but there are games that I like Minecraft is not one I would think would have a toxic community. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. And then I was watching my friend stream it the other day and he was getting follow botted and he was like, I don't like why. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's gotten a, it's kind of been resurging a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot more people playing it, but yeah, they put out a big update and mm-hmm. now it has little bees in it. They're so cute. I played everyone's like, you need to play Stardew Valley, Katie. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I want to play Stardew Valley because of how like the pixel art is. I'm like, it's right. not realistic enough because that makes right. sense. But then someone gifted it to me and then I played it and it's like an obsession of mine now. Oh, wow. And I kind of do that with Minecraft. I'm like, oh, it's so pixelated. I don't know if I can get past the graphics, but I'm sure mm-hmm. if I played it, it would absorb my life and I would never exist in reality again. Yeah, that's what happened when I first got Minecraft. I got it like around when it first came out mm-hmm. and... I, like, could just dig into caves for hours. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of a sudden it would be 4 a.m. And I'd be like, oh, I have, like, school in three hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, it It was – it's crazy. It's People make really, like, insane stuff in there. I never liked building. All I liked doing was just digging into caves. Yeah. <laughs> it was the fun stuff. I'm trying to think, like, Sims is a comparison. People like playing as Sims. I just like building the houses. Oh, yeah. I never play as the actual Sim. I'm always like, I'll make the sim look good. But then I'm like, I just want to decorate houses the entire time. That's totally fair. Yeah. That is really fun. Mm-hmm. And now, like, with all the expansions, there's so much cool stuff in the houses. I And I, I'm meticulous when it comes to how, like, a carpet looks. And I'm like, I don't know if people want to watch. I don't think people like watching me do that. But <laughs> for me, it's relaxing. I'll put music on. And I'm like, I'm going to just be an interior designer for, like, seven hours. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hey, well, you know what? Your stream is your downtime and your chill mm-hmm. time. Like, you should do whatever you want to do. Yeah. People like to see me scared, though. So I tried. <laughs> yes, I saw you're doing heart rate monitor stuff now. Mm-hmm. How is that going? Uh, I just got a new one because the one I got last year just stopped working. And oh, I just think the quality wasn't great. So this year I was like, I'm getting a good one. So today was my first official trying of it. And it seemed to work Ooh. OK. And so for Halloween every year for the month of October, I only play scary games and I have a heart rate monitor on. And so. I think it's kind of cool because I get to see, too, if something stresses me out or, like, makes me nervous. And I like watching people with heart rate monitors on, too, because it's a different element to watching a scary game. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a Mm -hmm. jump scare you see. Because sometimes people might overreact to specific things. I was just about to say that. And make it seem like they're more scared than they're not. Like, I played, I started Blair Witch project today on my stream and it didn't really scare me all that much and so people seemed a little disappointed that my heart rate was not in the red the entire time oh and i do feel like i've played so many of them at this point that Mm -hmm. i'm a little immune to some stuff yeah (laughs) 
It's just kind of like a walking simulator with like pop outs, right? Like jump scares. Yeah, there's like okay. a lava. It, at this point, there's a lava creature that kind of attacks you occasionally. But it's it's, okay. it's nothing like, say, Five Nights at Freddy's where you get unexpected jump scares, which tend to get me a little bit more than the tension building ones. Right. Right. But I think heart rate monitors are really cool and yeah. a fun Is it fun is it like thing. a band that connects to a program? Yeah, the one that I had first was the one that went around your like stomach kind of in your chest right. area. Your I I don't know how you under explain boob. that. Yeah, your under boob <laughs> area. And that was the one that broke. So I ordered one that goes on your arm this time, which mm. is much more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And the quality's a lot better and it connects to an app and then you can use the app to there's a website that the app allows you to put it in Streamlabs, OBS, or OBS in general. And ah, so you can. So cool. Yeah. So it's technically, it goes through my phone. That's how they get the actual heart rate. And then it goes through someone smarter than me made this. So, right, right. And then it works. They communicate <laughs> with each other and then it shows up on stream. So I think that's, that's so kind of. Cool. It's neat to see your heart rate in real time, too. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Fitbit and I've like, after doing like things in games, have like checked it if I've been like really scared. And I'm still at like 71. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I think I'm more worked up than I am. Yeah, like today I was like, oh, it's not, I'm not as like, ah, as I might be with other games. And, but that's the thing too, like, I'm not going to always be in like a hundred. That's probably not healthy for me to be yeah. stationary in a hundred beats per minute. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's. I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah, that's been a fun thing, and it's kind of neat to do it with scary games. I'm sure there's other games you mm-hmm. could do it with two people. Do it for like CS:GO. Mm, that makes sense. Which you I like to clutch. Mm-hmm. So like, because <laughs> yeah. there was a CS:GO widget that you could use that was specifically for the game, and I was like, oh, I didn't think you could use it with like a shooter or something that was also intense to show your heart rate. Ah, yeah, that totally makes sense. Have you played? Oh my god, what's it called? It's the scariest horror game I've ever played. What was it about? It's like a you're like walking through a house and there's like a little girl I think that like follows you. Like every horror game ever, but for some reason it just like it messed with me real mm-hmm. bad. I'm looking at my completed games list to try to find it. I know there's like Visage. I'm trying to think. That's it. That's Visit it. Visage. Yeah, that one yeah. was pretty good. Last year I played that during Halloween and that was one of the scariest Games that has come out recently that actually makes me stressed out when I play it. Yes. I was like, like, I, I felt like sick playing mm-hmm. that because I was so scared. Did you play the recent update to it? No, I still need to. Have you? I started it and then I thought I would save it for Halloween. Mm. But this time, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. I think okay. you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Is it in the it. house still? It's same house, just different things. Uh, and it's okay. longer than the first chapter that they released oh god yeah it took me so long because i kept getting too scared and just hiding in like a closet mm-hmm. <laughs> it's str- this this one stressed me out too and i was like this game is just well done in the fact that it you don't feel safe anywhere yeah i don't know what they did so differently that worked mm-hmm. so well something about it yeah I, I play a lot of scary stuff and sometimes i'm like oh, eh, it's fine but it takes a special game to make me uncomfortable <laughs> yeah yeah so you, I saw that you're a horror connoisseur, connoisseur mm-hmm. on your profile. What is your favorite horror game? Oh, gosh. I really like Outlast, which I feel is like a really generic. It's a good one, though. It's the first one I ever played, and I did it on Twitch. 
And Mm -hmm. it was when I first started and I was sitting on a couch. Well, actually, in my living room because I streamed from the actual console. Oh, nice. I had a Kinect camera and we would light candles at the beginning of every stream because it was like the horror ambiance kind of thing. Ooh, that's fun. And that game, I have a compilation on my YouTube, but that game actually scared me. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think it's because it was new. I don't think now it probably would get me as much as it did, but it was horrifying. Like in a a mental asylum with the crazies trying to murder me, not a fan. And the so. looking through the camera thing made it extra. The night extra camera spooky. stuff, and then your battery would run out. Like there was just a lot of things in it that I invested yep. heavily into it. And I think more so than it actually being like an amazing horror game, it just has a special place, I think, in my heart. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It was good. I, I really didn't like the second one. I didn't. I played it, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. I don't. I didn't like the storyline. Mm-hmm. I hated the ending. I remember it ending and me being like, "The uh, uh, what? That's it." Yeah. Like, I hated yeah. the tree people in that game. Like it, <laughs> it drove. I just hated it. And um, I just that's all I can remember from it was the tree people just scaring. The, those were the one thing that really scared me in the game because they were yeah. fast and icky. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. That was not my favorite. I think another scary game I, that I liked was Dead Space. Oh yeah, I love Dead Space. Yeah, it had a, it was an interesting. It held up. I played it for the first time this year, and I feel like it held up for how old it is. I think it's like maybe ten years, nine years old at this. That's point. impressive. Yeah, and it had more jump scares in it than I thought, but I cared about the story, and I felt like that one was mm-hmm. pretty. Have solid. you played all of them? I played the second one. We beat that one recently, and then I've started the third one. We're working through that one right now. Okay. I won't say what I'm going to say. There's okay. one spot in that game that I was absolutely disgusted by. You'll you'll know it when you get there. In the third one? Yeah. Okay. I think it's the third one. Maybe the second one. Because the second, well, the second one, there's something I'm thinking of. Is I, it to do with? Yeah, the eye thing. The eye thing. Yeah, okay, it is the, the second, second one. one. I, okay. I literally, well, I destroyed his face the first time <laughs> same because yeah. i didn't understand what i was supposed to be doing so i just hurried yeah. and put it in his eye and that was not good um yeah because i don't like things with eyes like that me neither i just don't i know bad of those so that was kind yep. of intense and i don't know why they in retrospect didn't really make sense that that was the means to yeah yeah you're so right i like i played all the dead space before i ever streamed and I remember sitting in my room in like high school in my beanbag chair, like crippling mm. in like pain as I was playing that. Like it was, it was horrible. Yeah, I, I, that definitely, def- uh, yeah, that's <laughs> just like reliving it slowly. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so a few more things I had written uh, that I saw on your profile, the TTRPG, that's just your tabletop stuff mm-hmm. that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Nocturne slash Dying Order, is that your other, like, D&D stuff? Yeah, so Nocturne is that horror show that I'm on on Wednesdays. Gotcha. So I play a character named Briar. And I've got to, like, one of the cool things about the show is we've gotten to play, like, other characters throughout the process, which is pretty cool. So we've done mm-hmm. a lot of fun things throughout that. But um, And then on Dying Order, that's the D&D campaign that's coming out on Sunday. So I okay. haven't even done it yet. But I'm, cool. I'm going to be a tiefling on it, which... I don't know if you know what a tiefling is. It's like no. a, a demon human. And I okay. think that's kind of cool. But it's a, it's kind of this, 
I'm learning about like a lot of D&D lore too. So I'm pretty new to all of it. Someone's probably going to be like, wow, she doesn't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I don't know what a tiefling is. Yeah, So (laughs) so they have horns and, you know, like they have tails usually and they have like magical abilities and things like that. And I just like the idea of having devil horns and potential magic. (laughs) So That's awesome. That's so cool. You should do like a cosplay. I I actually am. Like I have... A wig. <laughs> I know that sounds cool. crazy. And I have horns and stuff, and so I'm gonna do the makeup oh for God. it on Sunday, and people will get that's to so see. Fun. Like it's like that's one of the things that I get to do for fun. Like that I mm-hmm. get to dress up for yeah something. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. Just Halloween. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I I think that's so cool. Like doing cosplay streams and stuff, just because you only get to dress up one day out of the year, mm-hmm. and then with streaming, you're like, oh, it just felt like doing this thing so i did mm-hmm. everyone's like okay cool <laughs> do you do a lot of cosplay no but like back when i first started i did a little bit more mm-hmm. um a lot of work yeah it's so much work mm-hmm. yeah so i i don't know it's too much effort so mm-hmm. if people are wanting to because this will be out in a few weeks mm-hmm. sunday the 8th they can find that vod if mm-hmm. they want to see it yeah yes see okay. me as a demon human <laughs> <laughs> cool i look forward to that um the last thing i wanted you to kind of uh talk about or promote i guess is your podcast oh i uh, well you yeah. you know rob <laughs> mm-hmm. rob is the geek generation um he runs podcast network but rob and i do a podcast together called quantum drive which is we're watching through every episode of the orville and then we talk about it and we've had some cool interviews with the crew so far. So really, yeah. So that's that was new for me. I've never done interviews before, and I was like, Rob, I want to do these too. And he's like, All right, because Rob's a seasoned. He's interviewed celebrities, and he's done really cool mm-hmm. stuff in his podcast career. And so he and I have interviewed some of the crew members, and it's been really. It was. I feel like I did okay. Like I'm learning as I go, but it's been. It was a really cool experience. I'm like, how on earth would we get the opportunity to do something like this? So yeah, yeah. it must be so nerve wracking. I was very nervous. <laughs> it. I think I it's good imagine. for my growth as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so cool. I've never watched the Orville, so I haven't listened yet. So I need to. Do you like sci-fi shows? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to do it. If you ever do, you'll have to listen to the podcast because I'm a space nerd. And so this came out and I was like, it's got to do with space. Of course, I'm watching it. And Rob and I had like a, a love of it. And so we're like, yeah, let's just do a podcast on it. And it's been fun because I get to hang out and talk to Rob too. So <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Is it out every week? It's every other Tuesday. Okay. We have a new episode. And then if we do interviews or there's a special episode, those will come out on the weeks that we normally have off. Ah, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's already been a very long time. This flew by. Went by fast. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah, it really did. Why don't you tell us where we can find you, all your socials, since we love social media Mm -hmm. so much and all that good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm Katie Peters Plays. You can find me on Twitch at Katie Peters Plays and Instagram. And my name was too long for Twitter. So it's play Katie play on Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Apparently there's one too many S's. So that was my bad. But um, yeah, uh, come hang out with me if you want. We get up to shenanigans and try to have fun while we do it. She has a good community. 
And uh, is there anything that you want to promote coming up or anything cool in the future? Oh, gosh. I mean, I'm going to be doing tabletop shows if you're into that and not maybe watching me on Twitch. And then uh, <laughs> in October, I'm going to be playing scary games all month. So if you're, you want some of the Halloween vibes, come to my channel. Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure to be able to sit down with you. Thanks for Thanks, having Katie. me. I'm glad that you wanted me to be on your show. Yeah, I'm honored that you said yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Another huge thank you to Katie for making time to come on this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Katie was an absolute pleasure to talk to. Thank you so much, Katie. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please feel free to help support it to keep it going at either my Twitch page, twitch.tv slash mopgarden. You can sub on there and get some pretty cool new bunny emotes. You can also subscribe on my Patreon, patreon.com slash mopgarden. Thank you very much to Ike about you and Inza and Elle for their immense support on there. If you would like to follow any of my social medias, my personal ones are MopGarden, that's M-O-P-G-A-R-D-E-N. And anything for updates about the podcast is Mop Just Chatting. You can rate us on iTunes. I would also really appreciate it. It's easy. It's free. A good way to support the podcast. Thank you so very much for listening. I hope you have a great start to your October. I hope you enjoy your fall time. Get your pumpkin spice lattes. October's great. It's a lot of fun. So thank you so very much for listening, and I will see you in two weeks. Take care. Just Chatting is a part of the Geek Generation Network. Check out all of our podcasts at thegeekgeneration.com.